Robert A. Wall, the voice of the jungle, broadcasting on the DVC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. Hello and welcome home. Thank you for joining us on episode 183 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom. I'm here with Trevor and Damon. How's it going, guys? Hey. Hello. Just I'm going to see you this week, aren't I, Tom? You're, you're what? I'm going to see you this week, aren't I? Are you seeing me this week? Are, <laughs> I'm going to be there Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Oh, really? Okay, well, we got to make some plans then. I didn't realize that you I forgot. Oh, because you're here for the Chelsea game, right? Is that this uh, weekend? No, 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 that's Wednesday. So I'm actually not even going to that. Um, oh, you're not? Okay. Well, no, so again, as all teenage kids are, so what happened was when we first got the tickets, my son was telling his friends to also get tickets because they said they want to get tickets and go. And I said, mm, why don't we just get three tickets just in case? And uh, what happened was is that none of them got tickets as per usual. And I told my son, I was like, you know, listen. I said, you know, either me or your mother will drive you. Why don't you ask a friend rather than going with us, you know, alone? So I am actually not going. My wife will drive him and his friend to that game on Wednesday to Charlotte. And then she's got to come home from Charlotte. And then the next day we leave to go back to Charlotte because my middle one's swimming there for three days in the States. So, yeah. So, I mean, even though they'll be there Wednesday, I'll be there Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Okay. Well, uh, we'll have to figure something out. Maybe Optimus get Hall. Yeah, we'll have to go to place I go Hall. to now. <laughs> well, I know you know I, I know some listeners keep looking for us there. So <laughs> <laughs> meet up at We're Optimus Hall. Is that what's happening now? What's that? Is a meet up at Optimus Hall? What happening? Yeah, now? It's, that's what it is. Yeah, I mean, okay. it's a perfect kind of place for a meetup because it's like it's like very open space. Like there's a lot of big tables around. Anybody can get whatever food it's they outside. want. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. So it's it's a good setup for for meetups, you know, especially like informal meetups. So, yeah, yeah, we'll see who's we, around. Maybe Chris is talk, around. Yeah, maybe Chris will be around. I, I know there were a couple other folks too the, in Charlotte that uh, wanted to meet up with us too. So we'll figure something out. We'll put we'll put the word out. <laughs> um, um, do we want to talk about our shirt at all, or we want to <laughs> keep that under wraps for now? No, I, I I don't think I'm of the opinion we shouldn't give anything to people other than the little tidbits that damon's posted on the discord because yeah, there you go. i i think people need to wait for this one i i think oh, it's come together good. really well yeah, yeah this has come together really good yeah yeah this one is uh i i mean i don't want to say i like this one more than the haunted river country one because i think the haunted river country one has like different qualities to it it's just different the, i feel like right the, the haunted river country one is just classic right like it's yeah. just classic because of what it is this one's this one's definitely Really good as well, but different. Different. I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. We're so, yeah, excited so we, about it though. Let's see what else is going on. Um, I don't know. My son has his new song coming out today, I guess, because it will release tomorrow because we'll record on Sunday, release Monday. So I'll post a link for that if people could go listen, make him happy. And then I just read an article before I get on that has really just, just gotten in my head about how Grogu is really just a ripoff, ripoff of Gizmo. And ever like the the guy that made Gremlins is kind of upset about it. Maybe is it the, I, <laughs> what? <laughs> well, and then I thought about it, and I was like, "Dude, Grogu, it really is a, a ripoff." I mean, he he does look like him, well, sort but of. he yeah. looks and exactly Yoda. like him. Yeah, yeah. Yoda is a ripoff of Gizmo. Well, like no, because Gizmo. Yeah, 
Gizmo came after, right? Came after, Yoda, right? So, yeah. yeah, but the thing is, the difference between Yoda and Gizmo is far different, just in general, than like you know, it's the size, it's everything. Like, yeah. it's a picture of them side by side, and I'm just like, yeah, I could kind of see that. I could kind of see that. <laughs> yeah, now that I'm, I'm seeing, I'm seeing this, uh, I'm seeing this article. I mean, I can see it, but I mean, it's not exact. But I mean, yeah, the big ears. Ooh, it's and the, pretty yeah. close, though, man. It's pretty close. But I mean, also, though, what would you make a young Yoda look like, though, right? I mean, (sighs) you know what I mean, though? Like, all right, I'm I'm, going to say the other thing, too, is, you know, okay, gremlins. What have you done with gremlins in the last 20 plus years? Yeah, there's a a huge animated series coming out to HBO Max. That's true. There is something new coming out that, again, didn't even know that that was a thing. But I, I guess that that's kind of dude. They're the exact same size too. Like, <laughs> no, I just I, I saw it and I was like, oh, I kind of feel that. I kind of feel yeah. that. I don't know, man. I get it, but look I also the mouth, just, like. But look at the mouth, though. Yeah, but I look at Yoda though, and it's like, okay, if you're gonna make a baby version of Yoda, what's it gonna look like? And it looks like Roku. So, like, I you know, I don't know how to differentiate it. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> like, I get it. I get what you're seeing. Like, I don't think it's completely wrong. Uh, it's, you know, I mean, the giant ears, the big eyes, the mouth. I think it's yeah, the I mean, size, it's though, too. Size, sure. But and again, so that, yeah, that, that's the, like, the Gremlins director Yeah, was the one yeah. saying that Baby Yoda was copied from Gizmo, though. Mogwai. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, sorry, ideas will always overlap. Yeah, that's true. It's the problem. Like, I don't know. See, it seems like a weird hill to die on, in my it opinion. D- a little bit, yeah. A little bit, yeah. Well, it's For also sure. how they communicate. Oh, my goodness. I'm reading this article. It's just tough. Is it that I mean I you know I I I I get what you're saying. It's just you know I I'm also trying to figure out how you make a young Yoda and not. I, don't, have a- I think the, the problem is I think that the size is, is what's tough, and the mouth area I think is what's what's sure. really beating me. But I think it's the size because they're both pretty much the same size in comparison to human adults, and that's what's kind of I don't know. Yeah, no, I I, I don't. I get what you're saying. I still don't really understand the gremlin rules. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? Well, I feel like don't don't feed feed it after midnight is very broad, right? Like, what what does after midnight mean? It's always after midnight if you don't have like a an end time for that, right? So, um, what if it was you just don't feed? There's like a some sort of a cycle in their body, right? That they have to yeah. be food free for. X amount of hours. Well, that's or what I'm saying. Like I want to know that rule. Like, I feel like just saying after midnight is very broad. <laughs> like, yes, somebody explained it something like that, where it was. Yeah, somebody explained this. Not, okay. It's not or, about like the time midnight specifically. It's yeah, you know, from like sundown to X hours or something. And, and it could be something to do with the moon, and that would make yeah. it local. Then here's hmm. the question, though: Were the gremlins ma- like designed by like? Jim Henson. I mean, like, where where did these come from? Like, where were, who made them? Like, because I I don't know if if the if these if where these gremlins where the gremlin came from and where Baby Yoda came from did they come from the same place? There's only so many places that make small puppets, right? <laughs> like that, that design and make small puppets like that. Well, I I feel like I, I mean, well, Disney would have done 
Baby Yoda. Like, I mean, it would have been under like Lucasfilm, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but I mean, did they actually get it? I mean, did Lucasfilm actually build him or like, I don't know. That's I'm just asking. I don't really know the answer to this. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah, it, there's no way to go, there's no good way to find this. So, <laughs> yeah, there. Okay, this goes down a weird rabbit hole about them being an alien species and stuff. Never mind. <laughs> that wasn't what I was asking. I was not expecting to talk about gremlins today, but uh, you know that's that's uh, that's a good. Um, Aside here, I guess, right? <laughs> I guess a tangent, as we would usually say. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just wondering that because I feel like most of the, the stuff comes through like a couple places that make these creature things, you know? Yeah. I, yeah. It's got to be a very small there's uh, been, community. <laughs> yeah. And there's been some of those shows too. I love those shows that they only had a few seasons. There was the Jim Henson show, right? Where they yeah, created yeah. stuff. But then there was that other one, the makeup one, which was, that ran a few seasons. That was good too. Mm-hmm. Okay. But the puppet one was really good, but I think it was only one season. According to the internet, it was, pu- the puppet was designed by legacy effects. That's not one I've ever heard of, but you know, who knows? They've so anyway. probably been absorbed by another larger entity at this point. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, but anyway, so, I mean, yeah, and I mean, they've done a lot of, it looks like they've done a lot of different stuff. Um, they've done like Jurassic Park and Iron Man's and Avatars and Avengers. And so they're obviously, uh, you know, a big, a big uh, company that does this kind of stuff. So anyway. Should we start doing some yeah. questions? Yeah, let, let's do some questions now that we went down. Yeah, I did not a expect a weird that rabbit hole yeah. conversation to go that way. I didn't even see that article in, until Damon said something about it. So, yeah. <laughs> all right. So, Kent uh, by email said, if you could eat and drink only one color of food for a day at Disney World, what color would you pick? I mean, is it just the I outside color? This one, I just thought about this one for a while, and this was tough. It's tough, yeah. Because I got a drink, too. I felt like... And then chicken, like, you, I guess cooked chicken is white. I, I was going to go with white. See, I was going to say, what if you went, like, brown? Because brown's got, like, a wide range. I could have, like, chicken fingers, right? There's only the outside of the food. And I could also no, drink I don't like, think soda so. if I wanted to, right? Like, But white... Yeah, see, like, even you couldn't drink Chicken's water. Chicken's white. No. Yeah, I mean, but I'm about the outside of the food, though. Like, yeah, I don't think that, that could... It's got to be the, the whole food, I feel like. Yeah, but how many foods can you eat that are like the same color all the way throughout? Like, there's the challenge: chicken, <laughs> chicken. Yeah. Unless it's in a chicken finger on the outside, it's brown. No, then you. <laughs> well, then it you doesn't count. You can't eat it. You just get a grilled yeah. chicken breast. That's it. Well, you can get white sauce on it. Now you could do that, yeah. <laughs> but that, Would but then that's just covering it up, though. It's, but that's that? okay. That's all white. That's okay as long as the everything of that food is the same color. I'm drinking milk and eating chicken, man. Would the gray stuff count for you, or is that that's far not white from white? Okay. I mean, if I want to eat gray stuff, then I can eat overcooked meat. I guess I don't know. <laughs> but then all you're gonna eat all day is chicken. Why not? It yeah. says this is what you got to do. Well, you just got to have plain chicken though. Then so why I can have a sauce on it. It just has to be white. But then what's what's the difference between that and having a chicken figure then? Because it's brown. White equals white. Brown does not equal white. No, but what I'm saying is if you're putting a sauce on it, you're doing the same thing as the breading. This sauce is the same color. If you want to have chicken fingers, the inside has to be brown. 
And then the outside can be brown and your sauce can be brown. That would be fine. Everything's got to be brown. Okay. It's all got to be brown. All right. All right. I don't know what else, what other color you pick though. It's, I'd go it's, green. You could go green. You're doing green. vegetables. And what are you drinking though? Uh, there's some smoothies and like matcha and stuff that I would drink. Oh, matcha. You could go matcha. Yeah. Green, I, I, green was my second choice. For me, yeah. You could do you could do red and do like hot dogs and uh, oh, no no I can also have milkshakes all day too yeah you could I yeah, could have could vanilla have ice cream yeah. yeah I got a lot of options there red's a very dangerous color because then you're into like buffalo sauce and stuff yeah well, that's true you get, you get and what are you drinking uh, strawberry soda I guess you drink straw Fanta they have strawberry Fanta yeah strawberry yeah. Fanta yeah yeah. Drink some you red Powerade. You could drink some red Powerade. They sell that in the park. Usually. I could drink white Powerade though. You could, but I feel like they usually only have like red and blue in the in the parks. It could be, could be. They're usually pretty uh, limited the, on their Powerade. The, the, the problem with red is is just the the this thinking about the food dye just kind of turns me off a little bit. I get that. Yeah, go Trevor. What were you say? Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, I think I think red and blue are the the prominent colors for Powerade throughout. Yeah, the park. at least in the yeah, parks. But what do you what are you eating that's blue? Isn't there like not a lot of blue it, options? Blue, but the isn't there Star one. Wars blue options? Don't they have blue food over there? They have Pandora the, well, or somewhere. Yeah, Pandora. The they have milk. the yeah the blue cake and the blue milk. You, you have blue milk at Star Wars, and that and then that blue cheesecake over at Pandora. Yeah, which is good. Even blue's a tough one. That's good. Yeah, you're buying a, a lot of candy and picking through it. Is what yeah. You're yeah, yeah, you're just yeah. I just don't know what you're proteining. You're not <laughs> blue. Yeah, there's no protein <laughs> there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, most proteins are going to either be red or or whitish, right? So you're pretty much stuck with that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I it's. I mean, I I understand your your. You your can go tofu. Ugh, why would I do that? I'm just saying. <laughs> no. Nothing wrong with tofu. Could do rice. I got yep. or potatoes. Like I guess potatoes. Like, French fries shouldn't count, but potatoes might, right? I mean, do French fries count? I don't know. Uh, potatoes, though, usually get cooked. Like, they're usually yellow. Or, like, you don't get white potatoes, right? That's true. They're not, like, stri- well. Yeah, they are. Mostly white. Yeah, I but then once, once you fry them, okay. they're, like, yellowish, though, you know? Yeah. Mashed potato. Yeah, baked potato. Mashed potato. Yeah. I, I still think I'm sticking with white because mashed potato is, is definitely a W with chicken. Right now I, got, now, I got a chicken with a white sauce and mashed potatoes. Like, I think I'm all right. <laughs> You're in good shape. <laughs> <laughs> white powerade I mean, or milk i mean white's, i'm good it's a good option man or vanilla uh, well, shakes yeah milk's gonna be tough in that heat though man milk's milk's gonna be I tough go shakes i think i go i go vanilla shakes yeah. i feel like yeah you're just gonna you're gonna end up uh you know feeling like milk was a poor choice as, you, as it gets to be 95 degrees <laughs> yeah i mean again i think i just have to find that white powerade it's got to exist somewhere there i'm sure it does somewhere well i mean it doesn't say you can't bring it in right you could bring it with you i guess just bring white powerades the, yeah the ice what is the flavor it's like ice blue or something no i can't remember it's like yeah. it's it's like well, gatorade uh, has it too but some yeah. weird flavor yeah, yeah. But it's all Powerade in the park, so. Yeah, yeah, I have to bring in Gatorade. Yeah. <laughs> what a weird question, but I like it. I Thank love you. that yeah. question. It's a great one. <laughs> all right, so who wants to read Katie's? All right, so, so Katie says, okay, I'm still epi- two episodes behind. And that's okay, Katie. It's fine. It's really good, um, but God. I yeah, mean, well, what well, kind well, of listener? She's fine. two episodes behind. I mean, come on yeah. now. <laughs> she was at well, the park. She has this excuse, I think. That's right? true. Well, let it slide. So, so she says, uh, "Who's your favorite character that you don't typically see in the parks? For example, Lewis from Meet the Robinsons." Mm. It's a tough question. Mm. I mean, 
It's got to be somebody that they have, though. It kind of feels like it's got to be somebody that they have yeah. that is just rare, right? Because, like, you would say probably Gravity Falls characters, but they don't have that, right? Yeah, I'm going to have to go DuckTales people, then. Say Launchpad. I, I would say Max. Max. Wow. The Goofy son, Max? Yeah, you yeah that's a that's a random him one. very yeah. often, yeah. That's true. Um yeah, I don't. I, I can't think of one off the top of my head. I'm like blanking right now. I probably should have thought about this ahead of time. Uh, <laughs> I kind of, I kind of agree with you though. Like Launchpad's a good one, Damon. Like there's like anything from like from like uh, uh, like Ducktales or like uh, or isn't there uh, gummy bears though? I feel like there's gummy bears. And there, I I've seen there was at one point. Yeah, I would go gummy bears then. There we go. Gummy bears, really? Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go look it up, but I feel like there was. I'm just, I just googled uh, rare Disney Parks characters. Look at that. <laughs> there's a lot. There's a lot of. Wait, how is Maleficent rare? I feel like I see Maleficent all the time. I don't like this list already. This is already a bad list. What about you know, the? Uh, Good. Yeah, you don't see Maleficent. You see the Queen a lot. You don't see Maleficent. No, I, I mean, I feel like you do though sometimes. I mean, I don't know. But so, so they say that the gummy bears were in the parks during um, the Disney afternoon when that was big. Okay, so it's been a, it's been and, a while. And one attraction, Zummy, was the primary part. Uh, one attraction, Zummy, was a primary part of was Mickey's magical sh- TV show at Mickey's Starland and Walt Disney World. Him and Gruffy would appear in the show as Zummy would perform magic. Yeah, I'm going okay. for the gummy bears then. If someone can dig up those costumes. Can I say Darkwing Duck? I got a her. Hold on. Is Darkwing Duck allowable? Can I say that one? That's. I feel like that's a fairly rare one, right? Or even Genie. How about the Genie? You never see the Genie, I feel like. Yeah. D- Darkwing's actually more common now, I think. Really? Yeah. I know they I've do him at some of the Halloween. I think they do him at some yeah, of the they, Halloween events these days. He's, he started showing up more in the last couple of years with like Moonlight Magic and stuff. I, I remembered seeing more and more pictures of Darkwing. Okay. Yeah, well, that's so, a, these are. This is an interesting question. I sent a link in the Facebook. Yeah, it's, that's that's terribly scary. Yep. <laughs> well, what's terribly be. scary? Tre- Trevor does not want to be in our chat in Zencaster. He's just he's in <laughs> Facebook, so I, you got to okay. go look over there. I'm but doing Tommy Gummy for- is terrible. Yeah. The costume looks very very uncomfortable. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. This is disturbing. <laughs> the only one that looks actually halfway decent is uh, Grammy. Yeah. Grammy looks okay, but she doesn't look like the right color. You know what the problem is? They look too close to like Freddie Fazbear. <laughs> like, I don't even know who that is. Yeah. Who is uh, that? Five Nights at Freddy's? It was. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, the where it's like the animatronics. Oh, yeah. You've got like the the dead eye stare, and they're. I know what you're talking about. Scary. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> this is uh, this is also an interesting question. <laughs> I feel like you know some of those. I, I I always like seeing like the genie and like uh you know you know one you don't really see is the she mentioned Lewis from uh from Meet the Robinsons the 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 bad guy from that whose name is escaping me at the moment. What was that guy's name? Because um, he's creepy. Um, bowler hat guy. Yeah, yeah, but he has a. It's it, yeah, later you he, find he, out. You know what's he was his. Um, he was his roommate. roommate. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm blanking on his actual name, but that guy I feel like you never see in the parks. So, um, okay. So do we want to do Jason's question now? 
I can read it. Yeah, go for it. Jason uh, says, I've heard that when it comes to the parks, the top priority is new projects as after Tron, there's nothing in the pipeline at WDW. I don't think that's true. I mean, they've announced a bunch of stuff that they put on hold. So there's definitely stuff in the pipeline that they just need to get done. But, uh, but Jason says, what park do you think is in most need of new attractions and why is it animal kingdom? I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> I mean, animal kingdom could use some more stuff. It, it, it needs some love in dino land. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, although it's funny because I was thinking to myself, uh, you know, we, we were talking about this because, you know, obviously we're doing trip planning right now. Right. So we were kind of going over what rides we're going to do in each park. And I was my wife and I were talking about Animal Kingdoms and I was like, hmm, there's really not a lot for my daughter to do in Animal Kingdom. I mean, you know, besides the animal part, part stuff, but I mean, like ride wise, right? Like she's not going on dinosaur because she's going to be, you know, traumatized mm-hmm. for the rest of her life if she goes on dinosaur. Um I don't think she'll be tall enough to go on Flight of Passage. So we could do like Navi River Journey, Kilimanjaro Safaris, and the shows. And like, that's really it. <laughs> like, You're and- overlooking the boneyard in Dino Yes. So that's what I was just going to mention. That is <laughs> a, a thing I've never been to, right? Like, we, we've never had a reason to go over there. And now it's like, that's going to be a new thing for us at Disney that we've never done before because we've never gone over there. But yes, I'm, I'm not overlooking that because we're definitely going to do that. That's We're excited for that. And we're... You know, we're excited to do the shows with her and stuff like that, too. And she loves animals. So we'll just, you know, it's we like all the walking trails and all, seeing all the animals and stuff like that. So that's 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 totally fine. Like, we're fine with the amount of attractions. But, you know, there definitely could be some new things that they could put in. And, um, you know, I mean, I would also say even Epcot, too. But I mean, Epcot, there's they're building stuff now. I mean, whether you know, they're still working on stuff now. They're not building any rides at the moment. Right. I think they're done with rides. But um you know, there's, there's, they've announced, they announced a couple things that they were going to do and they just haven't done yet. So we're just going to have to wait for that. I, I mean, I don't think it's fair to say that they have nothing in the pipeline. They announced a whole bunch of stuff that they put on pause, right? So there's stuff there. They just got to get the money. Well, you know, allocate the money to build it. But I'm sure they're going to announce a bunch of new stuff at D23. I'm sure there's going to be a whole bunch of stuff we haven't heard of that's going to be announced then. Oh, yes. I, I agree. Um, yeah. The, so, yeah, I guess when is D23? It's in September. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know the exact date off the top of my head, but it's it's sometime in September. It's the 9th of September is Why are you not going, Tom? I feel like you should go. Cuz it's in Anaheim. <laughs> take one for the team, man. I feel like a D23 welcome home appearance is uh Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Technically, no way. I'm the, I'm the closest one. You are the closest that's one. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That, we should just, that's a bit of a get, hard sell, though. Yeah. We should just get one of our California listeners to uh, be like our correspondent or something. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah. So, oh, it's already, I mean, it's already pretty much sold out, too, for Friday and Saturday. So, although there's still some tickets Sunday. But I, I'm guessing the parks panel, I think, is on Saturday. I don't remember. I saw the schedule for this, but I don't know off the top of my head. So, yeah, so it's it's early September. So we're going to know things pretty soon here. Yeah, I think I think the next thing or, or you know they've already been talking about it is, you know, the the um Splash Mountain redo. And I, I get the feeling that yeah, like you said, you know, there there's a lot of like pending projects that are going to be cleaned up. But um yeah, I think I think we are really overdue for hearing what's next. Yeah. Because you know, the, the, the cleanup is nice that that's going to happen over the next couple of years. And we're going to get some of the things that they've 
you know, promised us for a while and, you know, obviously couldn't commit to, but, um, yeah, I, I, I seriously hope though, that, uh, you know, back to, to Jason's question that, that they do announce something for animal kingdom. And, and yeah, like I feel because of the fact that they took out stuff in Dino land and it's not, it needs some love. Like, like they need to, yeah. I think they need to rethink that whole area kind of like they did with, um, uh, Pixar pier in California. Um, it's just, it's getting dated and, and there, there's nothing wrong with things getting dated, but it's, it's when it doesn't draw people in anymore. Right. Like yeah. when, when it becomes yeah. a whole section of the park, like, like, you know, sorry, dinosaur. I like dinosaur, but it's no Indiana Jones for those that know. And, um, I, I just think that whole section of the park just needs, it needs something. It, it needs, it needs a reason for people to go back there because otherwise you have the rest of the park that will fill up and you'll have a whole section that's empty, which, you know, sounds great, but, um, I think it's better to have more reasons for people to hit that side of the park too. Yeah, and I mean they do have a little bit of space, um, you know, that they can they can work with. Um, I mean, if if they tear down that whole Dino Land area, it's a large place, right? There's a lot yeah. of space there, so they could they could build a whole new thing there. There's a lot of space between Finding Nemo and between even between Dinosaur, because Dinosaur is kind of off to it to off to the side, like in its own little area. So, um, you know, there's 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 a lot they could do there if they just redo that whole area, and there's a lot of space, but you know. I don't know. I, well, we're going to have to see what happens. But I mean, I you also have to remember too, like, right, they they announced the Mary Poppins thing for Epcot and then that got put on pause, right? They announced the Spaceship Earth redo. That got put on pause. The Play Pavilion has was announced years ago now and we haven't heard a thing about that. Um, although I did just see an article about a permit being filed for construction to start. So I don't know if they've been... That's one of those things we can't really see if they're doing any work on it because it's all inside, right? So <laughs> have no idea. They could have been working on it this whole time but we have no idea. So, like, there's a lot of outstanding Epcot stuff um, that, you know, and then there was also the rumored, you know, new pavilion at Epcot, too. Uh, and that was, we thought that was going to get announced a couple years ago, and it, and it didn't. Um, so, there's a lot of stuff just for Epcot. I mean, we haven't really heard anything about Animal Kingdom, but, you know, and then we're going to talk about some Disneyland rumors, too, um, that are, that are you know, coming out here before D23 that, that are interesting. Um, but... Yeah, I don't know. I think we are going to get some going to get some uh, a good view of what's coming next. You know, but, sorry, I'm I, I got fixated when I mentioned the boneyard. Uh, you know what they need to do? Um, <laughs> what do they need to do with the boneyard? They they need to so so the boneyard's a kids playground. Yeah, they need to do an adult version of that, like where because because the thing is is there there's a couple of of playground like areas in different Disney parks and, and it's always, you know, targeted at younger kids and that's fine. Sure, yeah. like, like absolutely. They should have something like that. But like, I'm thinking of, I, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of uh, there, was it in, I think it's in St. Louis there. there It's called like city museum. And it's, it's a big, like it, it's a bunch of, or it's a playground is what it is, but they actually have, it's for adults. And like, they're, I guess on like Saturday nights, they sell alcohol and stuff there, which I know sounds like a bad idea you know, playground and, and alcohol and all that. That's not like a recipe for disaster. Yeah, <laughs> it does a little bit. But but I think uh, I like the idea of, you know, giving like it's not that I want to go play on a playground all the time. But, you know, so 
I will fully admit, even as a grown adult, you know, sometimes I see some of the, you know, they've got like cool slides and stuff in some of these playgrounds. And I'm like, I bet that would be fun. But, you know, if I don't have a young kid or a reason to be in there, you know, you just look a little (laughs) weird going down, you know, the slide by yourself or whatever. Right. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think, you know, maybe use some of that space for something for adults to, to enjoy. Yeah, I get With, that. You know, kids and adults, obviously, but you know, not not a specific like here's a kid's playground kind of. Yeah, thing, yeah, right. Yeah, I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> yeah anyway. I mean, listen, it, it'll be interesting to hear what what comes out at D twenty three. I, it's interesting. We're not really hearing a lot of rumors about Disney World, mostly Disneyland. Um, but you know, I'll be interested to see what what actually happens, and of course, we'll do like a full full recap of uh, of D twenty three and everything that comes out from there. So. All right. So Christy says, if you could have a small role on any Disney show or movie or have your likeness in any Disney animation, what would it be and why? I think, hmm. uh, I think we know the answer to, to this for at least a couple of you. <laughs> you know, you're, I, I just well, assume you both would pick Gravity Falls, but that's, you know. Well, or DuckTales, I guess, for Damon. I mean, they're both over, though. Yeah. Maybe that, something that's, that's over. That's the thing is, you know, those, those have both been over for a while now. So I... I mean, current Disney shows. Hmm. Yeah, I think it's got to be something that's current. I'm big city greens, one hundred percent. Okay, yeah, that's that's a good one. That's a, that's a good pick, actually. I'd like to be uh, in one of the Marvel shows as like a henchman. <laughs> like, if you watch Hawkeye and you saw the uh, the bad guys in Hawkeye, which were the uh, <laughs> they were movers and they were fat guys in tracksuits, perfect role for me. <laughs> right. See, I, I would want to be in the background of, yeah, either a Marvel or a Star Wars show. But you, you know how every once in a while you get those extras that, you know, just they do something and it catches people like and, and you end up seeing like YouTube videos of like, like the, you know, there's like an extra that, that does something in the background. They're like, what? Oh, yeah. Are, yeah. What are they yeah. doing? I, I want to be that person. I, I just want to be, be in, the in the background. I just want to be in the background. I want to do something and I just, you know, catches for like a couple of seconds on the show and that's it. And, and it makes the final edit, of course. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I don't even need to have a line as one of the henchmen. Like I can just, you know, I could just do like one of those, like pounding my fist into my hand kind of things. You know what I mean? Like something yeah. that, like a, you know, like a henchman Stay in the back do. with a bat. Just yeah. 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 Just being, yeah, like, being threatening. Yeah. 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 Taking practice swings with my back getting ready. Yeah. You know, like something yeah. like that. And like, I'm, I'm definitely the first one that goes down too, right? Like, the first one that gets beat up by the hero, like a hundred percent. And that's fine. But, and then I'll try to like come back later and they'll just do like one of those, like, um, like where they don't even look at me and hit me things. You know what I mean? Where they're just, you're just like <laughs> in the corner of the shot and you just fall over. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're, yeah. they're looking in the opposite direction and they just like, you know, shoot an arrow behind them and hit me. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> that's, yeah. that's the role I, I, that, that I'm, I'm, you know, wanting right there. So <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm thinking about it more and yeah, like I I feel like it would be it would be cool to be in the background of like like Obi-Wan or something like that. Like on a set okay, like yeah. like not like Marvel movies and shows are great, but they're, you know, I, I like I like the idea of being in a show that, you know, is supposed to be on another planet or something like that. So right. I, I would go more towards the Star Wars side on that. You got Star Wars universe as opposed to yeah. Marvel. I get it. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, that's you know, preference there you know i i don't know why i want to beat up by be beat up by a superhero but i mean i think it'd be kind of cool to be like <laughs> like oh yeah like well you know i don't want to say hawkeye beat me up because that wouldn't be cool it's you know it's just 
<laughs> like it's got to be somebody cooler than that. But um, anyway, all the Hawkeye fans are now mad at me. Um, that's mm-hmm. fine. <laughs> just just make say? sure that you whisper, si- you know, in your scene, you, you whisper towards Hawkeye, you know, I loved you in Avengers or something like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I actually want to be the guy. What was it? It was an Iron Man 2 where, uh, like uh he's he's like uh tied up and then and and he's like a henchman and then he goes he goes i don't even want to work here man these guys are weird like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's me <laughs> it's like yeah. I, I didn't want to be the henchman i didn't want i didn't want to be here I'm I, sorry. Ju- I just signed up for the benefits i don't know why yeah. i'm here <laughs> <laughs> exactly I'm not, i don't want to mess with you uh, yeah. so anyway um so right. do you want to read francisco yeah. yeah francisco says you have a 50 dollars limit on food at epcot or magic kingdom for the entire day one person uh, you're not allowed to eat prior to going to the park or bring in food aside from water. Can you skip or you can skip meals if you wish. How are you spending your day for $50? Ooh, that's I mean, that's a solid you can get you can just snack yourself around the world if it's during food and wine. And, you know, I mean, 50 is not going to get you that far, but enough to fill you up for the day, I feel like. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, for the entire day, like, yeah, that's. I feel like that might go a little lean. I, I guess I would be forgoing s- some snacks throughout the yeah, day. Yeah. The tough, it, I mean, cause you don't need to pay for drinks, right? You could, you could always drink from the water fountain. I mean, not yeah. a lot of people like doing that. I don't mind. I drink from, I mean, Trevor, you yeah, saw, I drank yeah, from the we, water fountain we, all the time when I was we, with you. <laughs> we were drinking. Yeah. I mean, I, I had a water bottle with me the whole time too. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I don't uh, mind water fountains. I don't really care what it tastes like. I don't want to like get, you know, get super dehydrated and pass out. So I've done that. Don't want to be there again. So I, I have a rule in the parks. Every time I see a water fountain, I drink water. That's how it goes. And usually it's from that water fountain. So, I mean, so I would just drink water, you know, all day and then I would roll around food and wine, but be careful about like where I went to food and wine, right? Like, cause yeah. there are certain dishes where you get a lot more for your money than, than others. Right. Absolutely. Like, yeah. So you just have to like, look, cause I, you know, it's based on the ingredients. Cause like, if you look at like in Germany, like they have that, that, uh, that, um, pasta dish thing that they have that the that's like an it's like an au gratin pasta thing. Right. Like with like ham and stuff like that. And that's, you know. I don't know what it is. I think it's like five, six bucks, whatever. And it's, but it's a huge portion. Whereas like maybe if you get something seafood, like the portion is going to be a lot smaller and not really fill you up. Right. So like you got to get something that's going to fill you up and it's going to be a big portion for the, or like anything in Mexico, probably. Right. Like there's a lot of stuff you can do. Yeah. I was thinking, I mean, the, the tacos would be an easy one for sure. Um, you know, lunch and dinner. Um, actually even that, that place near France that we ate at the, with the, uh, the arepas. Oh, the arepas. Um, yeah. Those were good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, those, 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 are good, those are good breakfast. And I mean, yeah, between that and Mexico and then, um, yeah, actually, yeah, I, I, yeah, you're right. I think uh, you could just do booths around the world for $50 in a day and you could get, I feel like you could get at least most of the way through the day. I don't know if you would get all the way to like the evening. Yeah. But I guess it depends on when you're leaving the park. Like, are you staying open till close if you're doing this? Because... Um, that might be a bit of a different story. Might be a little tough, yeah. Yeah, I, can, I, I mean, I could do. I think I could make this work. So, yeah. it, well, now, now, uh, now I'm gonna have to. Now that food and wine has started, I can go into the the food and wine app on my phone and start marking off the stuff I want. So, I know Damon, you were saying last time you went into it, it was still a flower and garden. So now you can go in and you can do fl- food and wine stuff and get yourself ready for for your trip. Yeah, I mean, I looked at it. I mean, we're st- like I said, we are still. Listen, if it's new. BA five goes crazy. I mean, I'm not going. So 
Gotcha. We'll see. We'll see when we get there. But yes, I have looked through it a few times uh, app-wise just to kind of see what food I would eat. And there's a fair amount there, even though there's not all of it because of the stupid August 15th booth nonsense. I saw so one of the dumb. booths open early, though. I saw one of the mm-hmm. booths, I think it was like the wing booth, like just was supposed to open in August, but open now. I don't know. Maybe they're going to open some earlier. What, brewing? Yeah, I think of the wing place open. Maybe. Maybe I, it, it doesn't have the 15th. The, the, the biggest one that I'm, I'm kind of upset about is the, the noodle exchange. But oh, then yeah. I looked at it and was like, there's nothing in there. Like, because I would do the udon, but it's got mushrooms. So maybe it's not so bad. Yeah, so you're not missing out on that one because there's nothing you would eat there anyway. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they would make it without mushrooms, maybe. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Some of the stuff they will definitely not add certain stuff to if possible, but you just don't know how it's prepared. Well, yeah, I guess it depends on like if the mushrooms are added into, yeah, if it, they're like yeah. the bok choy and stuff, right? Absolutely. So I think you just have to kind of ask there. I mean, I, I definitely look through it. Um, yeah, I mean, I just realized it's going to cost a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it definitely will. <laughs> I mean, so for 50 bucks, let's just say that you're eating nine things. I think that's pretty safe. I think yeah, that's, that's pretty yeah, close. That's yeah. yeah. So nine things. Is that really filling me up for the day? <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> it, that's what I'm saying, though. It depends on what you get, though. Like, if you if you get stuff that's bigger portions, you might be but, all right. But I think it costs more money then. Yeah. That, not not necessarily. Not always. That, it just depends. Yeah. So, yeah, some of these things go as high as ten dollars. Oh yeah. Yeah. So you, yeah. You you gotta be careful what you're actually picking. I mean this what the the one taco is seven fifty, right? So that's already yeah. sticking you down to what? Two, I mean, two of those is an extra five dollars. I mean, yeah, you I mean honestly, you're at six of them. That's it. Six six tacos and they're little mini tacos for the whole day. Yeah, that's tough, man. That's tough. Yeah, you definitely have to be careful, right? Like you have to be you'd have to be smart about the way you do it. Like 10 orders of dumplings, that's what I would do. <laughs> but like you can get a nice size like when I got the mac and cheese when I was there, the mac and cheese was a decent portion size for 5 bucks and 6 bucks. So, I mean, but to your point, Damon, like if it's easy to take the stuff out, like when I got the cowboy mac and cheese, I asked them to take the pickled peppers off and since it's just put on the top. What? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it was great without Yikes. it. I actually yeah. asked them to take it off, and they said they were out anyway, but that they said they can take them off. Pickled peppers just sound so good. Yeah, I don't know. I just They're wasn't good. feeling it. So, what were you going to say, Jerry? I was just agreeing. Pe- pickled peppers are good. Yeah. 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 I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Did I read the last one? You want to you read this one? Uh, yeah, I can do this one. So, so Jackie says, do you have any strategies in line to keep people from cutting in front of you? Uh, we we have had problems from rides where the, they count the number in line and then let that number in. So you're getting so you're getting regardless of where you are. Um, uh, and we don't have a small family either. There's eight of us and none of under five, ten. Maybe they just didn't like being behind a big group. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Got to throw some elbows, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I can't. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's tough because you know I'm either zero or one hundred. There is no in between. It's just there's no point to be like you know strategy wise. I mean, you know, it just almost makes it worse because if you kind of try to stretch out, right? You know, in terms of across the row, and then people say something or kind of push, but I just don't care anymore, man. You want to cut? Be that person. 
<laughs> don't. <laughs> yeah. I just, I have no energy for you. Like as you pass, I'll look at the kids. We'll roll our eyes, but it's just not worth the effort anymore. Honestly. I mean, it sounds like she's talking about though, like when you go into like one of those ones where it's like a big room, like a big pre-show room and there's like a lot of people in there. Right. I mean, or, or, I'm confused because <laughs> I feel like uh, I don't... maybe maybe yeah. because you're talking about like rock and roller coaster. I mean, there's a lot of them that are like, I mean, even haunted mansion is kind of like that, right? Where it's like, you're all, there's a whole bunch of people in one small room, one small, and everyone kind of wants to get to the front yeah. so they can get on the ride faster. Yeah. I, I just, again, I'm in the same scenario. I just don't care that much. Yeah. In the I'm, big room. Go ahead, Sergio. I, I was going to say, I'm, I'm either, I'm either planning that I'm right by the exit, so I'm the first one out of the room. But if I'm in the middle of the crowd, I'll actually just wait for everyone else to pass, and I'll walk behind everybody else because I just don't want to be stuck for for these reasons. Is you know I don't want be people cutting in front of me, and it, it like kind of like you, Damon. I would rather just let people, you know, go in front of me because I'm not in that big of a hurry. Or like I said, if if I'm you know if I happen to be at the front, it's like yeah, you know, we'll move to make sure that we're ahead of everybody else so that I don't have to deal with the same thing. Yeah. I mean, we tend to, especially in the haunted mansion, we always go straight for where the door is. Right. Cause like not everybody knows where the door is, but like you can see where the door is. Right. So like we, oh, we yeah, will always try to get towards the door, <laughs> you know, and I don't consider that cutting. Yeah. I don't, I don't really consider that cutting. Like if you're in like a, a, a line, that's just a static line that doesn't have a big room like that well, and people are cut in front of you, that's a different thing. Right. It depends how you get there. I feel like though, right. Did you push people to get there no. or did you just get there? No, but I'm well, saying that for yeah. the, the, the argument's sake, I think that's what you're talking about. No, I'm never pushing through people. Right. Like that's never a thing that we're doing. Like, but if they're telling me to fill in all the spaces in the room and there's a space that's near the door, I mean, I'm going to go fill in all the space of the room, you know, like, I'm not trying to cut anybody off. It's just, you know, we're all going to get there eventually. But I'm, I would never cut somebody in a line where it's like big thunder, right? You know, yeah. I feel like you get a lot of times where you have people that are like, you know, that walk past you like, oh, I'm meeting up with my group. And I don't really know how I feel about that, right? Like, I kind of feel like I, get all yeah. in line together or not at all. Or, I, you know, somebody with their kid, like if they had to take their kid to the bathroom and they're meeting up with their family, I get that. But I've also had like, teenagers do that where it's oh, like yeah. three or four teenagers and they're like oh you know our party's up there kind of thing and you know and they, and they it's not that they're just cutting in front of everybody like they, you like it's usually like they legitimately meet up with somebody but yeah that's still kind of like you damon i i look at them and i kind of roll my eyes like okay guys like you couldn't have gotten in line with yeah i just don't care with. enough anymore and people yeah. are too nasty these days honestly well yeah, it's not worth the fight people. Yeah, yeah, if you confront people, you never know what's going to happen, right? I mean, there was what, a year or two ago there was that uh, fight in the test track line because somebody cut, and then there was a fist fight. Like you don't, you don't want to mess with people, especially in and the heat. People get even crazier in the heat. And the, and the thing is, is that that is a lose lose situation. Yes, yeah, so that's the problem. You it definitely is you know, lose lose. Even even if you won the fight, you know Disney security is kicking you both out anyway. Yeah, that's like, totally true. You're not you're not winning anything by you know let you know worst case scenario I would say you know if people want to cut it and if they're being really nasty about it you point out you point them out to a cast member and say you know hey you know that you know that person over there is causing a problem you let the cast members deal with it but yeah yeah I would yeah, never I bother getting in anybody's face at this point yeah I agree with that all right and then we have our our Dan question of the week <laughs> what are your workplace pet peeves 
Here's mine, leaving a mess in the break room refrigerator, using the last supply, last of a supply and not restocking it when someone is standing right next to a ringing phone without answering it. Those are good. I like those. Mm. I mean, not really things that happen in my office. Like, I don't really have that. Um, I, I did have a coworker get their lunch stolen from the fridge the other day, which I was like, That's who so does funny. that? Like, who That's does hysterical. that? hysterical. Yeah, well, the best part is she caught her. Like she just she wow. she w- was walking in the in the lunch area, and she just like this woman was just sitting there with her lunch. She wasn't eating it yet, but she just walked up and took it and walked away. <laughs> like, just who does that? I, I think that my biggest pet peeve would be stealing stuff at work, or you know, when there's other desks available and somebody sits right next to me. I don't love that either. Like, I feel like it's the the men's room urinal rule where you always leave a space. If one's available, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like there's, you know, cause I'm, I'm in an office where there's, we, it's free for all, right? Like we don't have our own desk. It's whoever gets what like desk. Hotel stations. Yeah. Yeah. Which I hate, but you know, there's that. Um, I also hate too. Like there's people that just like leave trash around the tables like sometimes. And then nobody comes to clean it up. It's just like, if you clean, if, if nobody cleans, cleans it up, you're just responsible for cleaning it up. It's just that kind of stuff drives me crazy too. Yeah, I've I've never understood that behavior. And actually, even the I I initially was thinking about like you know the using the last supply, not restocking it. I, I actually have one worse than that. Is I, I used to work for a company where I was uh, I was part of their office services team. So like we were stocking the kitchens and stuff like that. And I remember one day I, I went and I I took up uh, um, we we would stock uh, tea in the room, so I, like tea bags. And so I put up a, a new box of tea bags in one of the lunch rooms. And then like a half an hour later, I got a call that they were out of tea in this lunchroom and, and that they, they needed us to restock. And I was like, I just put some up there. I went up there and I looked, yeah, somebody took the whole box and took it back to their desk so that they would have their own private stash. Yeah, that's ridiculous. And, and left, you know, everyone else to to deal with it. And I was just like, wow. Seriously? Like, yeah. <laughs> you, you can't just, you know, take one or two or, you know, even a couple. Fine. I get that. But like a whole box, like... Just don't do that. <laughs> That's why I like working at home. <laughs> yeah. yeah then, then I can take the box, but then I got to pay to replace it. So exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, all right. I don't Damage. think I've been to an office in like 10 years, man. Oh man. That's I'm jealous of that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think you're missing much personally. No, 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 for sure. All right. So that's all of our questions for this week. Um, do we want to go ahead and do our ad and then we'll do, we'll talk about this other stuff. Yeah. DVC Resale Market, a world of DVC company, is the leader in the DVC resale industry with 13 former Disney Vacation Club guides and three former Disney Vacation Club quality assurance managers. If you're thinking of buying DVC, browse the largest selection of DVC resale listings anywhere with DVC experts on hand seven days a week to answer your questions. If you're thinking of selling, turn to the friendly professionals at DVC Resale Market where over 98% of listings sell within 30 days. In 2021, DVC Resale Market helped over 4,400 families join or add on to their memberships. Go to dvcresalemarket.com or call 1-844-DVC-PROS. That's 382-7767. And when you do speak to them, please be sure to let them know that Welcome Home sent you. So the big news, there was a couple DVC things over the over this past week. Big news for everybody. DVC has reinstated the 100% bor- point borrowing. So now you can borrow all your points from next year. And constantly live in the debt of, uh, of taking. I all love it. Points. I love not it. having enough points. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just constantly, uh, you know, borrowing all your points from the next year, and then the next year borrowing all your points from the next year. You know, you can do that. I I did that when I when we first started. I mean, I, every year we just were borrowing from the next year. Like we never had points in that year. You know, until we bought more. 
Yeah, I I never feel good unless I know I have a bank of points, but that's just me. <laughs> no, I get that. I, I don't do that anymore now that I bought additional contracts. That was just when we started out. I mean, our first contract was 100 points, and there was only so much we could do with 100 points, right? So, yeah, you know, we, sure. we yeah, so we, we had to borrow a lot, but um, I know everybody's happy about this. I mean, it is a good thing. It means that the glut of points that they feel like with capacity that, uh, you know, things are, are getting better. So yeah. that's good, yeah, good enough, news. Enough people have used up or enough points have expired past their use year that, yeah, Disney can go back to normal now, which, yeah, like you said, it's, it's good for everybody because um, we don't have to, um, one, we don't have to think about it. And two, that means that uh, availability should stabilize over time now as well. Well, and it, and it certainly helps that they open 202 new rooms at uh, Grand Floridian, right? So they added 202 new rooms to the to capacity. So that yeah. helps too, right? So <laughs> um but yeah, so that's that's uh that's that's good that it's and that's effective now, right? So if you're hearing us saying this, it's 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 good, right? Like you can go and to borrow all your points if you want to. So I know a lot of people are very excited about this and uh you know, definitely will will be helpful, but um, I don't know if there's much else to say about that, right? Like it's it's just a pretty straightforward thing. But um, the other thing was a surprise Moonlight Magic announcement, which I know Damon, you were messaging us about this because it's at Typhoon Lagoon and it's in August. It's when you're there. Yeah, it is. And you guys love water parks, right? So I do. I, I yeah. think that um, it's definitely. I've never been to one, so I'm kind of excited for that. Like, if it was going to be anywhere, I'd rather be at a water park than a regular park. To be honest with you. Yeah. I get so, that. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll, we'll try to uh, to get in and see how it goes. Then you can give us your review when you get back. <laughs> I could, I could, yeah. I could, I could. So, so for those that want to know, and this was emailed out to everybody. It was um, weird that it's kind of last minute. I don't, yeah, I don't know it why. It seemed kind of last minute, didn't it? It did. Yeah. I mean, they just sent it like a week they, ago for like early August. <laughs> well, again, late August, I guess too. Sorry, Trevor. Go ahead. I was going to say they they have done this before with um where we've had like yeah. a late announcement on Moonlight Magic and and we we've talked about this before is that you know the whole point of Moonlight Magic is that it's it's you know DVC and Disney Parks are two separate entities. Yeah. So I think it's a matter of you know DVC is always trying to negotiate things with the parks and this probably just happened to come up that they were you know it was a late agreement and they went yeah we can do this. And that's why we're only hearing about it, you know, really, really only a couple of weeks out, right? Like, it's, yeah. it's coming up quick. So um, registration opens at 11 a.m. Eastern on July 22nd, 2022. And the dates are August 9th, 15th, and 23rd. So that's that's really quick. And this is a Typhoon Lagoon, uh, we should mention. Yes. Um, and so it opens on the 22nd for members with a hotel reservation. So, Damon, that yep. will be you. Yeah. That will be me. I kind of wish it was at Blizzard, to be honest with you, though. Blizzard is still closed, though, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. Yeah, I thought they were still doing some oh, renovations there. Yeah, Blizzard's been closed for, like, a while. Yeah. But, yeah, it's it's still closed. So, yeah, that's... I mean, maybe they would have it there. But, I mean, I feel like the ones in the past they've had... They've had at... Um, I think Typhoon, like, just is a better layout, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I do like Typhoon better than Blizzard Beach. Um, I don't know I, what it is, but I, I, I like the wave pool mm-hmm. and I like the, um, is it Dole? Who sponsors that stuff? Dole, the, the, the water slides that are 
over on the right when you go in. Um, oh, like Misadventure Falls and all? Or? No, that's the new one. Um, oh, you're talking like Crush and Gusher and all that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're sponsored by Dole or somebody? It is, yeah. Because, yeah, they're all, all three of them are named after different fruits. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, I like, I like that stuff over there. Yeah. But there's, there's nothing like Summit Plummet. I mean, there is, but at Disney, there's nothing like Summit Plummet. I just happen sure. to yeah. like that ride better than all of the other ones. But, you know, again, you know, my wife is not a water park person. So I think that for her, Typhoon Lagoon is, is a better choice. Because she will do the family raft rides, but that's about it. So I think it uh, it makes sense. You do have uh, Humonga Calabunga, though, which is not. I know you're you're right. It's not quite Summit Plummet, but you still have that type of slide, at least. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it, Blizzard Beach has been closed since early January. You know they do that closure of the water parks during the winter every year to do like a refurb, but it's yeah. lasting a lot longer at Blizzard Beach. And and I they said. I mean, I think they said basically that it's an extended closure. So um, they were, I think they were hoping to have it up by summer, but I think there's, they, I think I remember reading that there were some, some major issues that they had to fix uh, there. So I don't know. I I remember seeing a while ago, they had put out some permits for doing some work there, which, you know, people were speculating, was it, you know, are they, are they tearing it down? I, I don't think that's the case. I think it's just, yeah, like you said, there's probably, there's probably some, long-standing issues that they figured, you know, well, yeah. here's our opportunity, you know, let's, let's get this stuff fixed. And, and, and maybe they might be doing some retheming too, would be a thought. I, I heard rumors of, you know, possibly bring in more frozen type stuff because okay. why yeah. not? Right. <laughs> well, I, I read, I, I remember seeing Ooh, I, early June. Super interesting though. Frozen? Put to put frozen there? Yeah. Ooh, I mean, I like that idea, but does it bring too many kids to the park? But man, that's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I mean, you could even just put characters there, right? Like, you could just have characters and then do some more, like, stuff. You could do a lot oh, of you Olaf could re- stuff, you could right? Do some, yeah, because the thing is, is that how do you... You could definitely do some frozen stuff, but the theming is of, right, a, a ski lodge? Yeah. It, yeah. 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 I, I don't know how you theme just... Like it doesn't fit in the theme if you go frozen, unless, like you're saying, you just do kind of the characters. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, there's there's some stuff they could do, but I mean, I know there's a giant. There's one of those really big cranes there right now too. So like people have been speculating on what exactly they're doing because there's there's some big cranes that were like Trevor. You said there were some permits, so they really haven't said anything about it. And, and it, it is kind of weird to have one of the water parks closed during the peak, you know, summertime when people want to be at water parks, but, but yeah, I, I don't know, but that's cool. Damon, I, I'm glad you're going to try to go. Cause I, I definitely want to hear about it. Cause I, I've still yet to be able to get to a moonlight magic, even though we were registered for one, one time, we just couldn't get there. <laughs> no, um, but none of us have been able to get to a moonlight magic so far. So Damon, it's up to you to break the curse. Yeah, you have to break the curse. Though. That's one hundred percent true. Because <laughs> we've, I, you were scheduled for one, right, for your hurricane trip. I've missed you? two. Yeah, you missed two. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. just it's that's yeah. frustrating. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that was a, a nice surprise. And like, listen, I know a lot of people thought that like when Disney canceled all these or when DVC canceled all these events that they were never coming back. You know, because a lot of people were feeling kind of pessimistic about the perks associated with DVC, and they were like, oh, none of this stuff's going to come back. And I mean, I think that that has shown to be 
wrong because i mean we we a lot of this stuff is coming back right a lot of the moonlight magic stuff now listen you can you can definitely be mad about top of the world going away for you know for non-blue card members i guess if you're if you're not a blue card member but you know most of these perks are coming back they're just coming back slower than you know than some of the other things what were you gonna say trevor i'm sorry I was actually just, I was reading through some of the stuff and they pointed out that there is some uh, unique character greetings as part of this as well. So I'm curious what that, what that'll amount to at uh, Typhoon Lagoon, right? Because I mean, they they do, there has been character meets there before and I think they've done for the past Moonlight Magic ones as well. Um, Yeah, we'll have to see. I, I hope you're able to get in, Damon. Yeah, for sure. All right, so let's see what else we got here. Oh, boardwalk news. All right, so uh, the the uh, the the ice cream store that was that was there closed, which it was a really good ice cream place. Kind of sad that it's closed, but now it's being replaced with the boardwalk deli, which is a northeastern style style deli with uh, a menu uh, that will include fresh deli, fresh deli sandwiches, fresh baked breads, and a selection of bakery items. I think this is the perfect thing for the boardwalk, and I love. I'm a sucker for a good like New York deli, so. I, I agree. I agree. It just the only problem. Yeah, I mean, do I want to eat sandwiches <laughs> at fair. Disney? That's the only question I have. But no, but I mean, this is good for like if you're staying at Boardwalk and you just need to grab like a quick lunch or something. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not like a place Agreed. I'd make a dining reservation for. Be like, oh, for dinner tonight, we're gonna go hit up the deli. You know, I. <laughs> it'd be more of like just a lunch or something. You know. Mm-hmm. I think it's perfect for the boardwalk and especially since that area is themed to like, you know, I, I look at the theming. It definitely makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Makes perfect sense. And I mean, I'm looking at a nice cannoli right there, like in this picture and these sandwiches look pretty stacked. I mean, if those sandwiches are going to be filled with that much meat and cheese and toppings and such, that's, that's, that's uh, pretty great. I, I'm excited for this. I think this is a great idea. So I will say I have, I, you're talking about experiencing a New York style deli. I have no idea what that's like because we don't have, I mean, <laughs> yeah. we, we have delis around here, but they're not good, <laughs> I guess, yeah. or I've never had anything good from a deli. So I, I yeah, I, I don't know what I'm missing out on, I guess, is the problem I, with this. I'm trying to like even think of like how I can describe like a New York deli, right? Like, cause I mean, there, it kind of is a is a catch all term for a lot of things, but it's also like, yeah. but I mean, like a lot of it is known for like really filled sandwiches, right? Like some like a lot of meat in your sandwich, you know, a lot of like mm-hmm. a lot of random stuff too. Like you can get a sandwich there, you get you know some meat, you can get some bread, you could get some pastries, you know. It's like it's I don't know, it's hard to describe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it definitely is. Just figure big sandwiches, big sandwiches. lots of sides. You know, you can have all that and everything made in house kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I mean, Hmm. you can Google New York style deli and you'll get like a bunch of different answers, but like, (laughs) yeah, I've, I've seen like, you know, I've, I've watched food network stuff in the past about New York delis and stuff. And like I said, I just, I see it and I, and and I, I kind of understand. And I think maybe the thing we're missing here is that, you know, you talk about like a lot of in-house made stuff. Yeah. Um, I guess every deli I've ever been to, it's not. It's not like, like that. Yeah, it's not in-house made, and you can tell. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, if Disney's going to do this the right way and like make the bread in-house and like you know slice the meat and like you know really do it, make it like it's not a subway. You know what I mean? Like then right. they're good. Yes, 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, that that's that's what you want. You want them, you know, slicing the meat behind you and putting it right on the sandwich. And, you know, it's that's the kind of thing you want. Yeah, that, Damon, that's that goes back to Damon's point. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm not going to Disney to, to eat Subway. <laughs> yeah. I just I Googled New York Deli just to see like what, what like Harold's. No, well, yeah. So Harold's, we used to have a Harold's in my where I lived in my hometown. We they had a location yeah. in my town. Um, yeah, yeah. Google Harold's, Trevor. That place is crazy. Um, yeah, but okay. there's a place by you in Cary uh, called Mookie's New York Deli <laughs> that looks well, pretty good. Cary's still not that close to me. Not like, that I close. go there yeah. every day, but like it is definitely not close. Um, but they got a good looking menu here, man. They got hold on, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking soup. at it. They got some but see, we also have this place that's right by us. It's um, it's called like um, it's in Lafayette Village, yeah, and it's called what is it? I have to look at it. The Butcher Place. But I just had sandwiches from there, so it's a butcher place that turned into it's called Southern Craft Sandwiches. Look that place up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I would. I mean, this Mookie's. I mean, is this a chain or is this a? I don't know. I don't know. I'm looking at the daily menu. It looks pretty good, uh, man. You got some, you know, you got some mozzarella soup. Oh, you got an Upper West Side egg roll with pastrami coleslaw and honey sriracha. Ooh. Like, I don't mess with pastrami, but if there was like a turkey pastrami version of that, I would be in. Yeah, yeah. There's some good mozzarella soup, loaded latke. I, I might mess with this place. The only problem is, is that oh, there's the entrees. Yeah, Staten Island burger. They have a dog menu too, Damon. Wait, like four dogs or hot dogs? Yeah, specifically four dogs. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> that's such a weird thing to see at a, at a menu, but I mean, I guess that's a thing, right? <laughs> and yeah. they get karaoke night, Damon. You go to karaoke night. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't seem like something I'd be doing. But I do, I, I think I might mess with this. Like, So what we've been doing a lot, because it is, like I said, a little bit further from us, but we're usually there for some sort of some event is like picking up food. But now my son drives. It's tough. I'm yeah. not going to be like, Hey, go pick up this stuff for us. But I don't know. I might try it though. This place looks good. It's, it's, I've now favorited it in my uh, browser. You know, so I will say that they don't have a uh, pork roll or a Taylor ham uh, here, which is uh, just disappointing, but <laughs> yeah, that, that is, that is true. That is, I feel true. like you got to have, if you're going to be a legit New York deli, I feel like you got to have that, but you know, that's just me. So yeah, I, I could get on board with that. All right. Anyway, but I could because I could find a good I could I could find a good Taylor ham slash pork roll sandwich down here, um, in, yeah. in my area, you know. But yeah. Anyway, anything else about that place? I'm, I'm no, sorry. but now now I I close down the the your your what's it well, called? You close the rundown down. <laughs> I close the rundown down now. I'm, now I'm lost. Now I might just have to leave. Now you just give up. Okay. I just, might have to just give up. All right. Well, Disney's rolling out a new feature to the My Disney Experience app called "Where's My Car," which like is the, exact- like the like the movie. Yeah, like, Dude, where's, yeah, my where's my car? <laughs> Mickey, where's they should have called it Mickey? Where's my car? They missed an right. opportunity. Yeah, <laughs> they, yeah. Mickey, where's my car? And I want to be able to ask my phone, be like, Mickey, where's my car? And then the tell. I mean, them. but doesn't Google already do this? Yeah. You could do this in any map app, right? But like, not everybody knows that you can do that, right? So. I guess building this in here. And it is in my Disney experience, which keeps you in one space. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's the idea. So for, for if you haven't been able to tell, essentially, this just builds a functionality into my Disney experience where you can mark where your car is when you park in the parks. And this is for Disneyland and Disney World. So you can find it easily. Now, I don't know about you guys, but every time I fly and I park in a long, long-term parking lot, 
I can never find my car, even though I dropped a pin. Like, <laughs> so I always like just walk around hitting the panic button until my car goes off. Does anybody else do that? Just me? <laughs> I, I have to say not at the airport, but uh, in other situations. Yes, it has been uh, something I've done. <laughs> I've done it. at Disney too, Actually, <laughs> I've never lost my car. Like even wow. after like parking in a parking lot for a week. I, That's impressive. Yeah. I don't impressive. know. It's it, it's. I I guess I didn't realize how unusual that is. But like, yeah, he's a we car come back savant. Trips. He's a well, parking I, savant. It, it's just I, <laughs> I I have a thing for like I don't get lost. I, I legitimately nice. don't ever get lost because <laughs> I can just I always can figure out where I am. I always know where I am on a map. And yeah, like even when we when we would uh, or when we go on our trips, you know, we, we go to uh, we could go to the airport. I park in long-term parking. I'm like, yeah, we're on the third floor. We're down the second aisle and over here. And when we come back, I don't even think about it. Like I'm just with my family and we get in the elevator, we go up and I just go straight to the car. Like I don't, it, it's, it's like, I didn't even, I wasn't impressive. even gone for a week. That is impressive. So, I don't know. Yeah. I, di- I didn't think that was unusual. I, I didn't realize that, uh, <laughs> honestly, that people were like using their phone to mark where their cars are and stuff. All right. So listen, there was some there was some other food stuff out there, and I decided not to do a lot of food stuff because I know we're tired of food stuff. But yeah. I, fig- even, I figured I had to put out one. the Dole. Really? Yeah. Yeah, even because Dole, first, yeah. yeah, they skipped Hilton Head. Total disrespect, number what, one. What do you mean? we? Sk- oh, because the, the Dole Whip they thing? They, they're not doing they anything s- special? Yeah. No, they skipped Hilton Head, which is totally disrespectful. And then it's the same stuff, man. Like, there's nothing in here that I haven't seen before. Yeah, I mean, I'm just looking at it. Like, so this is to celebrate Dole Whip Day, which is... Uh, which is cool. I, I can get yeah. down with that. Yeah. July 21st. Through twenty fourth, yeah, and well, yeah, that fourth they're celebrating. That, yeah. That's when the offer is, but yeah, apparently July twenty first is actually Dole Whip Day. And again, so there should a- only be one day, and that should be it. There's no multiple <laughs> days of this. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just looking through here. I mean, this this one that uh, looks red on the bottom is that the Fanta Strawberry? I would I would check that out. But they've had that before. It's not like it's special. Like, give me something new. The only thing that yeah. I'm kind of down with is these cupcakes look kind of fire. Let me see. Uh, I'll just scroll down. There's a strawberry Dole Whip. I can't remember yeah, I the last remember time I've seen that. Yeah. Watermelon Dole Whip. I, I had that already. Yeah, but I don't feel like you see that all that often. You had that at Hilton Head, didn't you? No. Uh, the the terrible beach place. The terrible beach place? Vero? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that was a Vero. Okay. Oh, man. Oh, man. Just oh, trying to make people mad. Poor, poor Vero. <laughs> yeah. Peach Believe throwing for the shade at Vero. Yeah, well, th- I mean, they have the ones that are new listed. Marked as new. Yeah, they're, they are yeah. marking them as new, right? So there's very few and far between. But that cupcake <laughs> looks really good. Uh, what, Edelani? Is that the one? Where is it at? Um, Contemporary. Contemporary. Oh, yeah, that cupcake was, looks awesome. Yeah, that's a new one, too. Yellow yeah, cupcake cool. filled with Dole Whip mousse and garnished with cherry. All right. Simple, but sounds kind of good. I mean, if it's pineapple, though, I'm kind of out. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, I also I had the key lime swirl, which was all right. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, it's very what tart, which you expect. Tank. But, you know, yeah. yeah, there was enough graham crackers. I feel like it should have not just been sprinkled, but it should have like come with a graham cracker. Like that would have been better. Oh, see, I didn't even have graham crackers on mine. I just had a uh, mine was sprinkled, but it gets lost because it is so tart. Like, I feel like a graham cracker right. itself would have been a little bit more. I mean, and it isn't bad. Like I, I, I went into getting a lime Dole Whip knowing. Oh, I thought it was, it was fine. Yeah, yeah, I thought yeah, it was, I thought it was yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I, I like a swirl whenever I can have a swirl, right? Like, I think it would be better if it was a, I think I just got straight key lime. I don't think it had like yes. the vanilla swirl in it, right? So mm-hmm. the vanilla would have helped, I think. I think it cuts it. Yeah. 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 Speaking of Dole Whip swirl, uh, just looking further down the list, I see that there's a mango, watermelon, and pineapple swirl in Disneyland at Tropical okay. Hideaway. Mango is not one that I've seen before, and I actually think I would probably go for a mango Dole Whip. Mango wouldn't be bad. Yeah, I do like mango. Mango is like mango, mango and pineapple is easy for me. Yeah, see, like I could do my mango or like watermelon, right? Like pineapple still is just not my favorite, but you know, either one of those I would try. But Alani's got some interesting ones too. There's a churro pineapple Dole Whip. Okay, just it basically just looks like mm-hmm. a Dole Whip, and they stuck a churro in the top of it, right? Yeah, that's like why. I, mean, I, I, I don't, I don't <laughs> feel it. You need that. Like that's just a bunch of cinnamon sugar in your Dole Whip. Yeah, pretty much. There's a Dole Whip fresh fruit sundae with sprinkles and a waffle cone. I'm always up for a waffle cone. That's that's cool. That's different, I, I guess. Yeah, slightly. Not really, but <laughs> I, I appreciate that it's stitch themed too. They got the yeah. uh, the blue sugar on the the waffle cone and all, or the waffle bowl and all that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, there's there's some cool things in here, but like you said, it's not a lot. It's 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 mostly stuff that they've done before. But I mean, I guess how much can you really do with Dole Whip? <laughs> right? Yeah, maybe just leave it alone and just accept just that it's Dole Whip. <laughs> yeah, just, just just be happy with your Dole Whip. Okay. Yeah. All right, so that's all the all the stuff that's uh, we got some Disneyland stuff, which I know we're going to lose Damon on, but um, <laughs> it's uh, that's he, most he, of our. He's, he's muted and typing furiously on something else, so that's fine. <laughs> Making lots of noise on mute. Um, yeah. All right, so Trevor, you want to read this first one? Yeah. So so Disneyland has, um, or we have a couple of shows ending at at Disneyland, um, the Disneyland Forever Fireworks and Main Street Electrical Parade. Um, limited time runs and September 1st, which is actually Very coming soon. up pretty quick. Yeah. 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 It's uh, not, not that much longer. Now those are always meant to be temporary though. Right. So like, it's, yes. yeah, I, I, I think that they, those were easy for them to get back up while they were still working on world to color and phantasmic on getting those again. And now that those are back, they can retire the other two, you know? Yeah. It felt like I could so. just like a stand in kind of thing. Cause it, you can never go wrong with the electrical light parade. Right. So. Yeah, and I hope that uh, you know, I hope this this means you know there's room for Paint the Night coming back, which would be fantastic. Well, or the and, I mean that new parade that they had that they that ran for like two weeks and shut down. Um, right, Magic yeah. Happens. That one was great. Magic Happens is a really good parade. I've watched. I've, I mean, I've only watched it on YouTube, but that, I mean, it was a really good parade. Um, so it'd be great if that one came back. But I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that one was at, I think that one was at Disneyland and it paint the night. Did they do at, at California adventure? Or was that in Disneyland it, well, too? So originally it was in Disneyland and then they moved it to California adventure. I mean, so, so theoretically they could yeah. do both. They could bring back both, but yes, exactly. So yeah. And, and, you know, honestly, I'm, I'm fine with, I'm fine with, even if they didn't bring back paint the night, but it just did another nighttime parade on the same level. Because, you know, I'm not, I'm not a big parade fan, but, you know, those nighttime parades, like Electrical Parade and all that, those those are something else. Like, oh, I, yeah. Yeah. I, I think Disney needs to to keep doing that. And then, yeah, I guess they haven't really, or maybe I missed it, but they haven't really talked about um, what's next after Disneyland Forever. Because that's the fireworks show. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to announce something sooner on that. I mean. Yeah. Because, again, not a lot of time from now until September 1st. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a good question. Like what's the nighttime fireworks show going to be? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I, I'm noticing now because we, we had Epcot forever and Disneyland forever. I feel like these are those, uh, you know, if, if you want to do an in-between show, you just slap forever on it. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, if they don't know what to do with Magic Kingdom, we'll get like, you know, Magic Kingdom forever or something like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's, seems easy. It does. I also selfishly like want the Main Street Electrical Parade to come back to Disney World. <laughs> but I don't yeah. know if that if or, this means that or not. Like, I doubt it. But I would love for them to come back to having that at night uh, at Magic Kingdom. I think I think Magic Kingdom could use the nighttime parade again. I, I, yeah. And, and that's like what I was saying is I don't think it needs to necessarily be Main Street Electrical Parade. I think just Anything. a nighttime yeah. parade. Cause the only, the only nighttime parades we get in Florida are the, um, holiday ones. So boot to much, you yeah. and, yeah. uh, the, the Christmas party. Yeah. Parade. Yeah, right. Sure. So yeah. 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 I want that back. I want it back. Ship it back over. Get it, get it over here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it is a little weird to me that they built all these new floats, right? Like for the end of the parade and redid everything. And then it's just going to end in September. And then it's just all that work is done, you know? It, but it's not though, because I've seen them like they do reuse those floats. Oh yeah. 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 Of course. So I, I get the feeling, you know, that float may, you know, even though it looked like a new addition to the current parade, I wouldn't be surprised if those floats were actually more of a preview for the next parade. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. That'd be interesting. All right, so that's all I have for that. But um, okay. I want to talk about these rumors. Yeah, let, let's let's get into the this first rumor, which is that the People Mover will return to uh, Disneyland as part of the Tomorrowland overhaul. So hmm. I want to mention that. that these rumors are coming from you know, listen, and I know a lot of people have mixed feelings about WDW News today, right? Like I know a lot of people don't like them. And don't feel like they're very accurate and feel like they make stuff up. And that's fair, right? Like they are right sometimes. They are. Um, as much as that stinks to say, they, they are right sometimes. But listen, we're saying this is a rumor up front and we just want to talk about rumors. We're interested in talking about this stuff. So we're not saying it's going to happen, but we do find it interesting to talk about. Yeah. So just want to give that disclaimer up front. Of course. <laughs> so so let, let, let's talk about what they're, they're proposing here. And, and this... So, so the idea is, is, you know, you know, they're going to do this big reno to Tomorrowland and, um, this is obviously a good opportunity for them to go back and look at the people mover because unfortunately it got broken due to, um, uh, a lapse in judgment with, uh, rocket rods (laughs) running on, on the track. And so it's a judgment to describe it. It probably was probably the most famous uh, failure by Imagineering of all time, right? It's rocket rods. (laughs) Yeah. And and because they didn't think about, you know, Hey, putting this kind of load, you know, you know, the, the speed and the load that they put on the track, unfortunately damaged it. So that's why the people mover has not been running all this whole time. So the thinking is, is, you know, there's a big rental coming to Tomorrowland. They're going to have it shut down for an extended period. So this is the time to go and, you know, fix or replace that, all those structures, which people mover is a very large structure. And I don't think people realize exactly how large it is. It, it basically spans the entire Tomorrowland yeah. and it covers multiple rides. So 
what they're proposing in this rumored um, renovation is that, or, or redoing of it, is that they would actually take out these sections of track over um, the Finding Nemo submarine voyage and uh, um, the uh, Atopia. So, no, <laughs> just no, you no, you you, you don't like that. That's that's like taking out. Okay, so imagine if um, you know, you know, after Space Mountain, like you know, you have that whole section in. So sorry, flipping over to um to Florida, people mover. You know that section when you come out after Space Mountain and like like it's still like a large section of the ride left where you kind of like go back around the other half of Tomorrowland and like yeah, you yeah. can see the castle and everything. Imagine if they took that whole section out and they just like end it like the ride just went right back to the uh to to the um uh the tower where you yeah. get on and get off. And and like they just cut out a whole chunk of the ride like that. I mean, but like, here's the question, though. Would you rather have a shorter ride that follows a different route or no ride at all? I, I would rather that, you know, if they're going to be doing all these renos anyway, that, you know, they take the time to fix the track over top of these other attractions. That's, I mean, that's because, fair. Yeah. Because I, I guess kind of my thinking is, is yeah, like I get, you know, maybe you know, maybe it does make sense that, you know, if if they can't get out over top of those attractions, you know, they'll just cut it off and shorten the ride. But then, you know, like I said, it doesn't, that's kind of the whole allure of the people mover. I think is that, you know, you're going out over these other rides. Like you, you're seeing it, it, it's the same, it's the same feeling as riding the monorail in Disneyland because the monorail cuts right through Tomorrowland, goes around the Matterhorn and, and all that. Like you're, I hope this isn't true. I hope this part is wrong. Like, I, I hope that they are working on redoing the people mover, but if they're cutting out a large chunk of the ride, uh, I, yeah, I, I don't agree with that. And, and I know I don't have any say in it. It's just, I don't, <laughs> I, I, I don't think that, uh, uh, I, I don't think that will feel very good. I get that. Yeah, and I mean, that's what they're saying here. The track length will be reportedly much shorter than the original layout provided. The winding section standing above Autotopia and, uh, and and the Finding Nemo submarine are not expected to be used. Existing infrastructure will be heavily altered or removed due to changes in building codes and such. I, I know, like, the big rumor was, oh, you know, always over the past, like, years that part of the reason why they couldn't reopen it was uh, because of, like, um, ADA stuff. Like, you know, that's where they can't... Um, they won't be able to like evacuate people with disabilities and stuff like that. So th- that's something I think they need to like, obviously adapt to that. And, that, and yeah. listen, I mean, with, with, you know, with, with money, they can fix all this stuff, right? Like if they can get the funds dedicated to it, you know, there's going to, they can, they can rebuild all of it. I mean, they can make it compliant. Right. So <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, there, there is definitely, you, you know, the people mover was built a long time ago and does not meet, current safety codes yep. by any means. So that's fine. I get that part. Um, I, I just hope that there is a part of it where there can, and, and I get, it may be hard. Like, you know, if you know the pieces underneath finding Nemo and stuff, I see where you, you could end up being in a position where you have to close down Atopia or, or the finding Nemo summary in order to do it. And 
you know, they may, they may not want to do that. Part of the plan may be to leave those attractions open because they're, they're closing down such a large amount of Tomorrowland that they don't want to have, you know, that, that kind of in between space between Fantasyland and Tomorrowland shut down as well. So, so I get that, you you know, it may be a a budgetary thing, but, um, yeah, to me, (laughs) if this is what they're doing, it's kind of like, it's kind of like you're ordering the people mover off wish.com. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, th- like but I guess my, I guess my feeling is, is like, I would rather have some form of it than none at all. You know, that's just what I guess I feel like. But I also read too, that like some of it, some of the inside track has already been removed. So like they'd have to rebuild anyway. Some of the stuff, like some of the stuff that's inside the buildings have been, has just been removed altogether. Yeah, it's not I, even like a complete circuit anymore. Anyway. Yeah, it's it's not like again. There, you know, there's we're not kidding ourselves here. That this is not like oh, it just needs a little bit of you know paint and a few fix ups and it's good. No, this it's is a major project. Yeah, it, it's a substantial thing. They, you know, they are effectively building a new ride or, or rebuilding the ride again. And you know, I like I said, I, I hope at least the idea that the people mover is coming back is true. You know, if it if it turns out it's not as big as it was um fine i guess i mean (laughs) sorry i i have ridden the people mover like like i i remember as a very very young child riding it and and there was there was something amazing about you know the this ride that went over top of everything else and i get it yeah i'm kind of the same way that you know the, the the original skyliner was right sure and um yeah i mean it's I don't know. Like, like, I just hope that they're, they're, I hope that the rumor is, you know, because they're talking about cutting off the, uh, you know, the stuff over top of the other rides, you know, maybe that's just somebody not getting all of their information straight, or maybe there's, sure. you know, you know, may, maybe, maybe the alternative is not that they're just reusing the existing track. Maybe there will be new track. Yeah. That, maybe they're building a whole new layout. Yeah. yeah. A whole new layout. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I feel like they kind of have to, right? To for like to meet the new the newer requirements, right? Like, I feel like they need to build some spots where like people can get out and stuff like that, right? Well, yeah, I mean, uh, like all if you look at the original track, like it's a big flat. um, Yeah, I'm I'm actually looking at it right now. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, and and like so, so it's actually the space in between the cars that you know if, if they needed to use in in the case of an evacuation. Um, you know, that's the space that needs to be big enough that they can get people out and, and all that kind of stuff. So I'm almost wondering though, like, so just looking at the map of this, right. So like mm -hmm. it goes around Buzz Lightyear over here. Right. And then it goes by where, uh, the Finding Nemo submarine journey is. And then that's when it, it turns and goes over Autopia, Autotopia and all the other like stuff that's out there. Maybe they're saying that it's going to, that, that curve where they make that left turn, it's going to they're just going to modify the track to turn right there and then hook up with the other side of the track that goes, you know, that goes the other way and just cut off that whole part. That's, that's kind of what I'm envisioning that they're saying here is they're just going to cut off right there. And instead of making the left, they're going to make a right and come back around. That's what it seems like. Yeah. I, yeah. Which is still a pretty decently long track, but I get what your point is. It's not nearly as long as it was before. And and it's not, it's not even so much about it being long. It's It's just the the view. There's, there's, yeah, there's something about the visual. There's something about, um, 
Uh, I, just, no, no, I, I get it. I get yeah. it. I totally do. Yeah, I I totally get what yeah. you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I'm not it, even like, fighting that as point. A, <laughs> as a as a kid, yeah, like like I I can just imagine like you know I I wish it, or it it's sad that you know there's entire generations of kids at this point that don't even know don't even know what that looks like. Like it's like that. There was something that you know I saw when I was little, and it it imprinted in my head as like. You know, the, this is a very Disneyland thing. Like, you wouldn't sure. see this anywhere else. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, and here's the question, though, too, is like, how do, do you want them to update the, the way the cars look on that? Or do you want it to look the same as it did? Like, do you want retro or do you want new as far as I, like I, the look goes? I think that I think it, they need to not be the um, the Florida type cars definitely yeah, yeah. it's not it's not the same type of ride um also i mean for them to do that they would actually have to um you know cover the entire track as well because there there's yeah. <laughs> again the, the whole track is exposed on the people mover sure um i i think i think what i would like to see is um you know keep some of the retro elements to it but do do something updated with it yeah like and actually more that the more that I'm looking at these, like, like the people mover cars aren't too far off of the Skyliner cars. Like I, I, I feel like they, you know, they were done in the kind of the same aesthetic as yeah, the, that same uh, look. the original yeah. Skyliner. So yeah, I, I think it, they need to be brought into whatever, whatever new Tomorrowland is going to look like. Like, I, I think that's going to drive more the look of these vehicles than anything where they should. Yeah, we don't really know what that that theme is going to. I mean, it's going to look like Tomorrowland, but you know, there's a lot of versions of Tomorrowland. Like, we don't know what the it's really gonna gonna look like, right? So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think this is an interesting story because people have been asking this for years, and I think they would be smart to finally reopen this, right? Like, that's definitely going to get people. Not that they need to get people back to the parks. I mean, the parks seem busier than ever, right? <laughs> but it would but it would help Tomorrowland, is what it would do for sure. It, for it's, sure. The the people mover is a people eater, so yep, <laughs> um, yeah. Well, and you know the that. the one in Disney World just got a new kind of like retro uh, um narration. They just updated the narration mm-hmm. there, and they went with like uh kind of a retro feel to that one. So yeah, it's 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 interesting. I and this article also notes too that this would be um and and who cares about this in my mind? But they were talking about um how the. The original version was propelled by tires, you know, and then the one in Magic Kingdom uses um, uses the um, electromagnetic kind of like conveyance system. They're saying mm-hmm. this would just be a, a conveyance system off the shelf, which I don't really care about that because I, the one in Disney World breaks down far more than it should, right? <laughs> like it's it's probably they're looking at that and they go, oh well, why would we use that? That's an unreliable system that we can't get parts for or something. And, you know, it probably yeah. would be easier for them to go with an off-the-shelf system. I, I'm not going to look at it and go, oh, because they don't have the same system at Disney World, I'm not going to go on it. You know, like, I just find that funny that there's there would be purists about that. <laughs> but, yeah, that, that that's a weird fight to have about the right? people mover, I guess. Like, I, I guess, yeah, you know, it's, as long as it, it's, and I mean, yeah, you know, for, for as much as the people mover breaks down, it's also... I I don't know. I th- I think I've heard more about it breaking down, but again, I know my experience is anecdotal, but it like I feel that's still one of the more reliable rides in terms of, you know, it's just always there, right? And yeah. so whatever they do, 
as long as it's not, you know, uh, you know, you'll have breakdowns. Like I think every ride has breakdowns. Of course, yeah, they have, of course. They have stops for whatever reason. Um, Things are going to break. Yeah, yeah. The, I, I think the, uh, I, I think as long as this is just something that's constantly going. Uh, or as much as possible. And, and, you know, you know, a couple breakdowns throughout the day versus the ride being down for days at a time, you know, as long yeah. as it's not yeah. that it, it's that unreliable. And, and actually, I, you know, you're talking about them using an off the shelf ride system, like, the, cause you know, we, we have the, um, here's an interesting thought exercise. You, you know, the, the people mover there, the cars are meant to look like, like a train, right? Like it's yeah. like, you know, it's broken up into sections, would it um I wonder what this would look like if you turned it into an omni mover. That would be interesting. I mean they could do that, I guess, right? But again, that would probably have to be covered up. Why though? I don't know. I mean I I don't know if the parts of those can be outside. I mean every omni mover ride I know of is inside, right? <laughs> like Right, but but I guess yeah, the the whole idea though is that they're just you know, there there is no or I mean, there's a track, but like the, yeah. it's not like the, the individual cars. Yeah. yeah, don't need to. You don't have to worry about. Oh well, you know the you know the this car broke down along the way. It's just yeah, they're just always there, right? And they're always yeah. Being I mean, you could do that. And, yeah, you could do that. I, I just think it's more of they're doing that because like you know, listen, the system they use for the one in Tomorrowland at Disney World is they probably can't find parts for that anymore. Right. Like it's so old that they probably don't have a hard time getting replacement parts. So like, why not use a current system where they can easily get replacement parts and, and keep it reliable and not have an issue with, you know, sourcing that kind of stuff, you know, like yeah. make it something they can, they can easily source as opposed to, you know, some of this stuff, it gets, it gets so old and then there's no more replacement parts for them. And then, then they have to start making their own stuff or, you know, but I, I know that they, um, there was, there was talk that for the, um, primeval world that that ride wasn't being built anymore and there were no more replacement parts so they were like literally buying ones that weren't being used anymore and it's just a scrap for parts like you don't want to be in that kind of position right like you want to be able to get parts yeah but that's also a reason to not use an off-the-shelf system though well because eventually yeah yeah exactly because that's what happened with, with primeval world was that they bought they bought a roller coaster from a company you know, off the shelf. And, and yeah. like you said, what happened was the, the company went out of business. They the company went out of business. Parts. Yeah. yeah. And, and they, uh, you know, eventually, eventually they couldn't maintain the ride anymore. Whereas, um, that's why I was talking about the Omnimover type system, because that is, that is something a Disney they, system. Yeah. It is something that they, you know, they, they have their own machine shops. They run, they do their own stuff for it, which I feel like, you know, you know, Disney, building something themselves that they they can maintain and manufacture the parts themselves is far more sustainable even it, it, it's long-term more sustainable than buying something off the shelf because I, I know off like off the shelf always looks cheaper because it's hey you can sure. get the parts cheaper and you know you know somebody somebody else is manufacturing them and, and i know disney sometimes likes the idea of just outsourcing that stuff they don't want to think about it but when, you know, rides are usually talked about in the scope of, you know, is this thing going to run for 40, 50 years potentially, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, certain rides, not all rides, but, you know, you know, if a ride's going to run for that long, you know, 
you're kind of banking on, you know, is this company going to be in business in 40 or 50 years? Yeah, but if you're buying it from like, you know, Boeing or something or Siemens, you know what I mean? Like, you know that they're still going to be able to get you those parts, you know, (laughs) like, I mean, I don't know. I know what you're saying, though. I know what you're saying. I I get what you're saying. (laughs) I I just think that they're probably wanting to make, you know, do something a little simpler. But interestingly enough, I, I, you know, looking at the track uh, where, where it goes, I feel like this this other rumor is also kind of part of this, right? Yeah, actually, I you're right. I think these two kind of play into one another. So, do you want you want to take this one? So, so the second rumor is that the Star Wars launch bay slash carousel theater is to be demolished and replaced by a seating area in Tomorrowland. Um, a seating area. (laughs) Wow. Well, I mean, this says, and listen, I'm not the the Disneyland person, right? But. Um, this, you know, just reading this article and them saying, you know, that there's, there is a lack of seating in that area for the quick serve restaurants that are there. And so that this would fill a need for that. I mean, um, okay. But it, it also just doesn't sound fun and exciting to say, Hey, we're going to tear down a building and just put it, put in seating. Yeah. And, and that where it sits, like, so there, there's the, um, there's the pizza place nearby and then there's, um, yeah, I mean there is seating for both of the uh, the quick service places in Tomorrowland. The launch bay is kind of it's kind of off in another corner. Like so so saying it's going to be turned into another seating area, that does seem like a pretty big waste of space in my opinion. Yeah. And also considering the fact that I mean that this building, it's it's a two-story building that they were utilizing as the launch bay and and, and originally it was um uh, I think, or it's been previously, a lot of <laughs> yeah. it, it was America Sings before this. And then, um, or yeah, like, or yeah, they, they'd done a bunch of things, but the, the last big thing it was, was America Sings, which is, you know, same as Carousel of Progress. It was, it was, you know, the rotating theater and all that. And then, yeah. um, that's actually what, when they built Splash Mountain, they, they, they stole all the animatronics from there to make Splash Mountain. Um, the the thing is is that yeah it's it's a big space I, I mean i guess i could see if maybe they were if they were going to take the quick serve locations and collapse them into a single building and then make this the building with seating area kind of like um connections cafe like like that's what yeah, yeah. I'm thinking in my head okay. is uh, like you and i walked around that and like that's i could see something like that for this space but just saying it's going to be a seating area, I, like I don't know. I, I I feel I feel Disney has much more in store for it, and you know, again, this is a rumor, so I, I think they may have caught on to one part of it, and they're they're not seeing a bigger picture as to what the actual intent is for this building. Yeah, like it's they caught the beginning part where it's demolished, but what's going to be there afterwards, right? Like, yeah. I mean, that's that's essentially what they did to Primeval World, right? Like they they demolished it and turned it into like a seating area, basically. So, um, I mean, but there's not even a lot of places to eat around there. It's just like it's there's I know there's a stroller parking over there and stuff like that, but yeah, I mean, like this is a pretty large building. I mean. There could be more to this than we know, though, too, Trevor, right? Like, it could be a situation yeah. where the building is, like, deteriorating and, it, deteriorating and it doesn't make sense to, like, you know, keep maintaining it. Like, maybe it would need so much work that it doesn't make sense for them to, to keep it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, I think yeah. that does stem from this fact that it is the, with that rotating theater yeah. building. 
Yeah. I, th- I think that's the bigger thing is that the the configuration of the building right now doesn't make sense for anything that they want to do. And yeah, it may be that they, they tear it down and part of it becomes a seating area just in the interim. Cause you're, you're right. You, you know, Disney does that is, you know, if they take, if they, they tear something down, sometimes they'll just turn it into, you know, just seating space or, or like a, a you know, actually kind of like what launch bay was yeah. where, you know, it's just like a place where they can preview stuff or whatever. But, um, I get the feeling that, you know, again, that, you know, part of the larger redo of Tomorrowland, that's the opportunity to do something with this space if they're going to do it. Yeah. So I I, I just, yeah. yeah. And interestingly enough, the people mover track goes through this building, right? So like the existing track goes through this building. So they, they would need to, you know, obviously if they're going to do that, they're going to have to build new track, right? Like they can't just, if they're going to redo the people mover, they'd have to build this new track to connect again because it does go around the building basically. Yeah. So unless they just tear the building down around the track and just leave the existing track in there. But yeah, I mean, you, you could definitely still maintain, I'm sure that people mover structure is probably still there. They, they could, yeah, like you said, build it, build it up to, to keep that intact. But again, there's already going to be a major overhaul to the people mover anyway. So it's kind of, like I said, the, the, the big, overhaul of tomorrowland is it's kind of you're killing multiple birds with one stone yeah absolutely that. like yeah but like i said i i still i i think the idea of of it becoming a seating area i this rumor feels very short-sighted to me yeah like yeah in the short term i can see them you know saying oh this is just a seating area, or at least part of it is i actually um the, the same kind of thing happened with um what is um what's the name of the restaurant now tropical hideaway in uh in yeah. disneyland same same thing that was um that was previously there was an aladdin show back there and when when they stopped running the show they just turned it into it, it, they turned it into a a seating area and they turned it into um uh or at one point you could actually get like um or we we did this ourselves where you you buy uh, a lunch and then you would get uh um, priority seating for one of the evening, um, um, parades. Okay. But where you got the, the lunch from was actually like across, uh, across the path from, from where tropical highway was like, there wasn't, there wasn't anything else. There is just like you, you go somewhere else, get your food and then walk way over. And it was just like a random seating area. But again, that made sense because they weren't doing anything else with it at the time. But that was also, you know, that didn't last for very long because they eventually renovated it and turned it into Tropical Hideaway. I think this is the same thing as we're only hearing the first part of what this is. We're not knowing this is a big space. There has to be a bigger intent for it other than we're just going to have a seating area. Well, and I also very much believe that we will, um, they will have announcements there uh, at D23 about uh, the i'm I'm guessing they're gonna announce the e-ticket attraction for avengers campus like you know because that's that's been sitting there kind of on hold like they sort of announced it but they didn't really give details so i mean that's something i think they're gonna talk about i mean there's probably it seems like there's gonna be a lot of disneyland stuff but i mean i think they're still gonna announce a lot of disney world stuff in d23 too so i guess we'll have to wait and see but yeah i think I get the feeling that there there's a going to be a big focus on Disneyland for the next little while because there, you sure. know, there's this kind of stuff. And then there's, you know, you know, we've seen the plan for them, you know, expanding the park 
past the Disneyland hotel and, and yeah. downtown yeah. Disney and all that. Um, so I think that's going to be, you know, we talk about what's next. I think a lot of it's going to be West coast for a little while. Um, maybe, you know, I, I would expect maybe one or two projects for Florida being announced. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It really just depends on, on how much they're willing to put back in the parks. Right. Like I, you know, I, I know there was, there's been a lot of talk about like, you know, Universal's new park opening up. And I honestly don't think that they're like focused on being like, oh, well, they're going to do that. We're going to do this. Yeah. You know, like I, I just don't. Yeah. It's, that, I, yeah, I don't it's think not eye for an eye. No, yeah. because I, I think in their minds, like they're like, we have different audiences, number one, but like there's overlap between the two. And the more people that are coming to Orlando, the better for both of us. Right. Like that's, I think both of their feelings have been that for a while and is the more people that come to Orlando, the better for both of us. So. I don't think they're going to be like, oh, we need to announce a new park because they're doing a new park. Like, I just don't don't think that that's how they're thinking. Here, here's also an interesting thought exercise around that. Disney may be letting the hype around Universal build up because, you know, trying to compete at launch day on things yeah. is a bad idea because yeah, you're, sure. you're yeah. you know, you're you're never going to get the majority of the audience. So it, it's kind of a waste of time because you, if you've got two very strong things competing against one another, you maybe get a 50, 50 split and yeah. you know, neither are as good as they could be. Whereas, you know, I, I get the feeling that Disney is kind of going, well, let's put, you know, more focus back into Disneyland right now. Cause Disneyland does need some love. It does, you know, it, uh, like the people mover and stuff like that. You know, it's, it's been long overdue. So, put their effort there, you know, let, let all this stuff at universal play out over the next couple of years in Florida. Then once the initial hype dies down, all of a sudden Disney comes in from behind and takes universal share because they now have the next thing that, you know, people, people lose the, the, the attention span switches, right. You know, once, once all the, you know, all the anticipation, everything of whatever universal is doing dies, Disney is right there with, you know, Hey, I've got the next bright thing and people come back to Disney even harder. Right. I see. I, so. But I, I don't even think that like, I, I know what you're saying and I don't disagree with you. I, I just think like, even when they open that land, like, I don't think that's going to dent Disney's attendance at all. I think it's just going to, I mean, cause like wizarding world open. Yeah. Right. And that was huge for universal, but it didn't really hurt Disney's attendance. It just attendance kept rising essentially. Right. Like it just brought more people to the area. Right. So like, I just think that I don't think it's going to like drop Disney's attendance or anything. I think it's just going to bring up universal share a little bit. They're going to get a little bit more of, uh, you know, more people coming obviously. And then, uh, you know, but that's not a bad thing for Disney or SeaWorld or Legoland or anything that's in the area, you know? Yeah. And it's, you know, you know, if you, if you want to get into talking about like, you know, sustainability and growth and stuff like that, you know, Disney, Disney wants to be sustainable. They sure. don't, they yeah. don't necessarily want it. Like, you know, there, there is the new attractions. There are, there are, you know, booms and stuff like that, that they, they do want, but they also, you know, they don't, if they do too many things too fast, it can actually swing hard the other way That's true too. Yeah. where, where things, you know, you know, I, I think Disney kind of likes having a bit of a lull in between because it, it, it re, reinvigorates people to come back to the park because if they're always like pulling something new, like every year you kind of get, you kind of get overloaded with it yeah, and get to a point where like, okay, you know, I'm done. Like, I don't, I don't want to do this. Honestly, it's kind of kind of the same problem. Like I've, I've, I've talked about with star Wars is, you know, you know, 
too much of a good thing is not always a good thing. So I mean, I, yeah, yeah, that's how my, that's how my wife feels about the Marvel stuff, right? Like there was so much Marvel stuff and like, she just got burnt out, right? Like she literally, she told me, she's like, I got burned out of Marvel stuff. Like I just, it was too much. It was, and we got burned out of Star Wars stuff. Like we haven't watched the last two Star Wars series. Like just, we got mm-hmm. kind of burnt out of it. Right. And like, you're, you're totally right about that. Right. Like they, they try to do things in like phases to like, instead of having like one big hype with a huge drop off afterward, it's like, it's like, Oh, excitement. And then it's, it kind of gradually goes down and Oh, here's another excitement. Like, you know what I mean? It just, they kind of try to keep it consistent. Right. So, but I don't think that they really view universal's new park as a negative, right? Like, I don't think they view it as like a competitive thing. I think they don't really care. I think they've got their audience and like, I don't think people are going to abandon them because universal opened a new park. It might take some days away from them here and there, but yeah. Yeah. I, I think, I think Disney has, you know, come to realize that, you know, like you said, people are not going to abandon them for universal. If people are going to abandon Disney, it's because they're going to abandon Disney. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's not, (laughs) You, it, no, no amount of you know, yeah, but we got something better than Universal. Don't go over to them. It, it, it honestly, you know, it honestly hurts their brand to play that game. Yeah, because because it, uh, you know, it, it puts them on. It, it creates a perception that they're worried about what Universal's doing, which, like you said, really Disney should not be, and, and I don't think they are worried about what Universal's doing because. You know, it's still Disney at the end of the day. <laughs> well, yeah, because I mean, even like, right, like, is this new park going to be more successful than what Harry Potter did? I don't know, right? Maybe. But even with Harry Potter, like, you know, Universal's busiest park it still has less attendance than Disney's least busiest park. So it's like, yeah. are they really scared of that? I, I don't know. You know, like, I, I, I really don't know. I mean, I, I think it certainly will, you know, probably take some days away from them. But I mean, as we've seen here, like if there's people that are going elsewhere, there's more people to fill the gap, right? Like it's, you're just bringing in new generations of people. Like, and I mean, you know, if they were really hard up for attendance right now, they start offering annual passes again. I mean, (laughs) and they're not, they did for one day because there was like a glitch and we didn't even talk about that. But anyway, we should wrap this up, Trevor. I think we're, uh, we're, we're at the end here. So (laughs) yeah, we are. Um, I think we we talked about these rumors, but it's interesting. Yeah. One, one last thought on universal. I think you're underestimating how popular Nintendo is. No, I'm I'm not. I mean, is it, <laughs> I, I think it is popular. I just don't. I'm not saying it's going to like. Um, I don't know. I just don't know if it's going to to be make their attendance be you know through the roof like that. Like I know it's popular. I just I don't know. We're gonna right. see. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, well, we'll see. Anyway, yeah, let's wrap this up. Um, so, as usual, if you guys want to get a hold of us, you can always find us at welcomehomepodcast at gmail.com. We love getting your your listener questions through there. We love you guys sharing stuff with us. Uh, so, keep that coming. And you can also follow us on various social media platforms. Uh, Facebook is Welcome Home Podcast as well. You can also check out our Facebook group, Welcome Home Disney Waitlist. You can follow our YouTube channel and Instagram. Um, Inst- YouTube is Welcome Home Podcast. Instagram is Welcome Home Picks. Uh, great places to stay in touch as we do trip reports and and stuff like that. Um, and if you want to help support the podcast, consider going to store.welcomehomepodcast.com and checking out some of our merchandise there. Um, just small teaser again about the shirt as uh, you know, we we're getting further down the line with it here. 
Um, we will have an announcement when the shirt is available in the store. And we're going to do this like we did the last time where it will have a limited run. So if you really want a shirt, um, you know, keep, you know, keep an eye on the store, keep an eye on, on our announcements because, uh, um, you know, we, we think it's, it's looking really cool and we're excited to share it with you guys. So, um, I think we're yeah, excited but I'm not, to see the final version of it too. So yeah, yeah, we, we haven't even, we, we haven't even gotten to finals yet, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, and yeah, like I said, at the beginning of the podcast, uh, you know, you, you guys may get, uh, bits and pieces on discord, but I think that's going to be about it. And speaking of discord, um, you can access the discord if you subscribe to, uh, us through Patreon. So make sure you guys go to patreon.com slash welcome home pod and check out the different levels um, we have there for that. Those also have some exclusive merchandise that you can only get on Patreon and has a, a different logo than is on our normal merchandise. So um, again, you know, a couple of ways to help support the podcast and, and like we've said before, all that stuff just goes back into helping us continue to make the podcast and continue to do fun stuff like, like uh, shirt releases and meetups and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, uh, you know, you know, please, please consider supporting the podcast last but not least. Uh, the other thing that helps support us is if you're listening on iTunes or Spotify, uh, leave us a five-star review so that yeah. other people can find the podcast. And if you're on iTunes, uh, leave us a review. And speaking of reviews, do you got one for this week, Tom? Oh man. <laughs> you just, as you were reading that, I was like, Oh no, I didn't pick a review of the week. Oh, uh, Oh no. no, let me pick one really quick here, but it's probably one I read already though. So, um, let's see. How about, uh, how about from Nick G we got informative and entertaining D- DVC and Disney podcast. Listen to this podcast. If you're listening for entertaining and informative content about DVC and Disney world, I really love the three po- podcasts and that the podcast has three hosts who usually have different opinions on the topics covered. This creates a good discussion with different perspectives. Look forward to listening to this podcast every Monday. I like that one. That's good. Very nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did did I ever read this from Swim Girl 244? I don't think I read this one because I like that this one. That doesn't sound familiar. So the, it's just called Stars. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so for anyone who listens to the show, one star for Damon. He's an amazing family man and will put his kids before everything in life. And if if I can be a half if I can be half the parent he is, I will have succeeded. In parentheses, she writes, I would give him more stars, but Damon only likes the one star reviews. <laughs> so so she likes Damon. That's that's her way of giving Damon a five star. So five stars for Tom so he can feel good about himself. Thank you. Um although please seek worth with Disney trips or for for your daughter or wife. I don't I don't know what she means by that, but uh strangers on the internet mean nothing and will destroy you as soon as you build you up and five stars for trevor gotta give the northernmost contributors dues it keeps everything real and slowly tries to f- uh it slowly tries to find the tracks when the train is derailed with humor and insight Look, uh, that's good i like that yeah also willing to help out with lots of things he's able to see uh, how his life is between his co-hosts and appreciates damon for how it will be and for tom for how it was it's like very po- poetically written swim girl i like it so please leave us a review. If you do, uh, we might read it on the on the show. Um, so appreciate anybody that writes those. Uh, and of course, also, don't forget to subscribe to Welcome Home Podcast so you can be reminded every time we release a new episode. You can find us at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, just about any podcast app out there. You can find us. Just search for Welcome Home. Look for the one that's Disney DVC. Just a reminder to our listeners, Welcome Home Podcasts for entertainment only. We are not employed by the Walt Disney Company, and as such, all opinions we express on the show are our own. So please consult a DVC representative, Disney cast member, for more information about anything we talked about today. Huge thank you to our sponsors. As always, DVC Resale Market. 
Market, uh, Worlds of DVC, for sponsoring this episode and sponsoring the show. Uh, they have been a longtime uh, supporter, so please check them out if you need to do anything with DVC. Join us next time for more Disney Parks discussion. Of course, more DVC talk. We hope to see you all real soon. This is Skipper Albert A. Wall, the voice of the jungle, signing off from Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. When we hit a chair, how she can cuddle is no man's affair.